0: Hello, and welcome back to the Coger Center Arts Roundup Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Coger Center Arts Roundup Podcast. This week, we have another Get to Know the Coger Center episode. We are interviewing more of our staff who will be sharing a little bit about their work right here at the Coger Center. Meet Karen McGrady, one of our newest employees at the Coger Center.
1: Hi, my name is Karen McGrady and I'm the Assistant Director for the Cogar Center for the Arts. Uh, The main function of my job involves planning and assisting with the operation of events at the Cogar Center along with the day-to-day needs of the center.
0: Why did you choose to do what you do for a living?
1: Um, When I was a performer, I loved the kind of shared communication you have with an audience. There's sort of a back and forth that you experience and I haven't performed in a really long time, um, but at the Koger Center, I can have audiences and performers experience that same kind of bond and that's very rewarding. Um, I also think the performing arts express just the heart of humanity. Um, I think about how long some things have been around, like Greek tragedies, Shakespeare's plays, um, works from composers hundreds of years ago and we still find meaning in them because they're about the joy and the sadness of the human condition. Then there's just the sheer fun of watching what people are able to do. Uh, Sometimes I'll watch a dancer and she does six pirouettes and does a gorgeous landing or a singer hits a high note just full throttle and I think that was amazing. I can't believe they just did that. And it's really fun to be able to share that with 2,000 people. What did you study? I went to college for a year at USC. I was an anthropology major. I have no idea what I was thinking when I did that. Um, After a year, I left USC and I went to New York to pursue a dancing career. Um, About 15 years later, I went back to school at the City University of New York, and I got my degree in arts administration. Um, They gave me 12 hours in life experience credit. so never let anyone tell you a performing arts career doesn't have value. Can you share a Coker Center memory with us? We have backstage monitors that pick up announcements from the stage manager, the audience sounds, performance. Um, It's kind of a mix of everything you would hear if you were standing in the wings. Um, As a performer, it's the same thing you hear backstage before every performance. And so for a performer, it sort of ignites that little bundle of nerves and excitement and happiness and fear that you feel every time you step on stage. Um, We can feed the monitor sounds into our offices at the Cobra Center. And the first day I started work there, there was a performance scheduled. So when those sounds started coming to my office again, it just made me feel like I circled right back home. Is there something you're looking forward to? Right now, I am most looking forward to the day we have our first live performance again with an audience. Um, there's so much energy in the building when we have an event. You hear all these people in the lobby and they're waiting to go in and they're talking to their friends and there's just this excited buzz of voices and you have this feeling that something great's getting ready to happen been way too quiet lately. Um, I can't wait till we have that in the building again. For performances, I'm looking forward to our first live in the lobby concert. I love those nights. It's really nice. You sit in the grand tier lobby and you look out at the city lights. It's a beautiful evening. You listen to some great jazz and you have a glass of wine and a group of fun people you're chatting with. It's a really nice way to spend the night and um, I I hope we can start to have those again soon.
0: Is there a particular piece of visual art here at the Koger Center that excites you that you could tell us a little bit
1: about? We are fortunate to have lots of beautiful paintings by Philip Mullen at the Cogar Center. Shortly before we closed the public because of COVID-19, we installed a new exhibit by him in our upstairs gallery room, and we had a planned opening for the spring. Um, when we open again, it will be available to the public, but right now only the staff is lucky enough to see it. There's a piece in that exhibit that's a self-portrait. It's this dark, full-length figure in the center of the painting. It's kind of embedded in the paint. There's a great deal of texture that plays with the light, and the colors change depending on where you're standing. Um, He has Egyptian hieroglyphics sort of etched into the paint. It has this mysterious feeling, sort of a timelessness to it. It's just beautiful and my absolute favorite.
0: What style of live performance is your favorite?
1: That's sort of like asking you to pick which child is your favorite. I really do like most things, but I guess I have to say Broadway is where my heart is. I have so much respect for the performers because they have to be so good in so many areas and even though they're performing exactly the same thing night after night, they have to keep it fresh. Um, I also like that it's a blend of art forms. There's dancing, there's music, singing, a theatrical story. You have costumes, lighting, scenery, technical effects. They all play a part. I can watch a show multiple times and notice something different every single time. Sometimes I've seen a show before a new cast can make it completely different. I saw the original Cats on Broadway many times, but when I saw the revival, it was surprising how much it had changed, and in a good way. The special effects were better, and some of the performers had a new take on a character, and there were some edits that had made it a tighter show. So I guess Broadway is my favorite child after all.
0: Let's talk with Steve Borders, one of the first Cogar Center employees.
2: My name is Steven Borders, and I'm the technical director of the Cogar Center for the Arts.
0: What does a technical director do?
2: Well, I work all over the building. Not only do I work on the stage, I work in a, a lobby, the rehearsal rooms. Anywhere that there's an event that takes place in this building, I'm involved in it. Um, I make sure that all the technical needs are met for every event, whether it's a Broadway show, a ballet, an opera, orchestra. I make sure we know how many stands, music stands they need, how many chairs they need, do they need risers, how much power they need, how many stage hands they need, how many shows are we going to do, do you need fall spots? Anything that's involved with the show, that's what I do. I make sure that the show happens. I get it all loaded in, set up, rehearsed, do the show, pack it all up, load it up and out the door and in comes the next show. That's what I do. I try to make sure everybody is happy with the events that they do here and that that they see. It's my main goal is I want people to leave happy once they've been here at the Coger Center for the Arts. I want them to have a great experience.
0: How long have you worked here? I have worked at
2: the Coger Center for the Arts for 32 years. This is my 32nd season. Um, I helped open the building. I started working in the building before the building even opened. I worked during the construction phase of the Cougar Center, so yeah. I've been with the building since before it opened, so 32 years.
0: Where did you go to school?
2: Well, I went to the University of South Carolina and I studied in the media arts department. Um, I also graduated from high school here in Columbia from uh, Brooklyn Casey, so um, I've been part of the Columbia scene for a long, long time. Um, my dad worked at the university and graduated from the university too. So so did my daughter. So it's a whole family affair. And, you know, I work for USC too. So, you know, you could say that I was born and raised to be part of the University of South Carolina system.
0: Do you have a favorite Coker Center memory?
2: Wow, that's really hard. I've got so many memories, so so many memories, so many years. Um one's that really stand out, um meeting Alice Cooper. Um, I always listened to Alice Cooper when I was a kid, all in high school, had all the records. Um getting to meet him backstage at the Coker Center and be like two feet, you know, right, right, right up in him, him looking at me and saying, Hey man, I really like this theater. Uh, this is a great place. You guys did a fantastic job. This is a really nice experience. You know, that, that was a highlight for me and, and he's tiny, he's tiny, you know, I'm six foot one and I was probably about 225 back then, but he was like probably about Five eight, five nine, probably a hundred and fifty pounds soaking wet. So yeah, it was it was it was pretty interesting to to meet him. I'll never forget that. And then the other memory that always stick to with me is uh the opening night of Wicked when we uh had our first night in hearing the roar of the crowd uh at the end. Yeah that stuck with me.
0: You're a resident musical expert here at the Coker Center. Do you have a favorite style of music or a favorite band?
2: Ooh, well, I listen to a lot of classical music, I listen to a lot of jazz music, and I listen to a lot of heavy metal. And I also listen to, you know, I just listen to all types of music. But uh, um, as far as bands, woo. Yeah, most people wouldn't know a lot of the bands I listen to, probably. Um, tell you, uh, if people really want to know what I'm listening to and stuff, maybe I can put together a playlist or something for you, and we can uh, let people listen to that. Um, if people really want to check out something, and can check out this uh, band called Burger Kill, which is an Indonesian metal band, but uh, they just released an album called the... Kilchester which is uh, like orchestra but it's Kilchester so um, it's them playing with an orchestra and it's uh, very very unique so it's real heavy but then you've got like these great string passages and these you know dizzying string runs or horn blasts it's, it's real unique that's what I'm kind of listening to right now
0: after 31 years at the Cogar Center, is there something
2: new you'd like to see us do? Well, there's a lot of things I'd like to see come to the Cogar Center for the Arts. I'd like to see a lot of things that we could do. Um, I would like to see, like, maybe the Cogar Center do a three-day music festival with a whole bunch of different, you know, genres of music all together on three days for people to come and check out. All the different spaces in the building. I'd like to see like, like a masquerade ball or a Dead Day of the Dead ball out in the um, lobby. I'd like to see uh, a rave on the stage. I'd like I'd like to see a lot of different things happen at the Koger Center. Um, I think you know. A lot of the big Broadway shows, do a nose, that would be awesome. That's all the kind of stuff I want to see at the Cogar Center. I want to keep pushing the boundaries, um, like maybe see some live performance art. Who knows?
3: Usually the one to interview other people on the Arts Roundup podcast, let's ask Nate a few questions to get to know him a little better. Can you start with your name and your position at the Cogar Center?
0: My name is Nate Terracio, and I'm the director of the Cogar Center for the Arts.
3: How long have you worked at the Cogar Center?
0: I worked at the Cogar Center for four years. I moved from New York City to Columbia, South Carolina to take the position as assistant director in August of 2016. And I took over after the retirement of Michael Taylor in April of 2018, so I've been the director for two years, and I've been at the Cogar Center for four years, almost.
3: How would you describe your role as the Koger Center director? As
0: director, I'm really just a support position for all of the great, talented people who work in the building and bring the great art to the stage for audiences to enjoy. I'm a support position for the technical staff, for the marketing staff, for the front of house, for the maintenance team. Our whole goal is to bring the best possible experience to not only the performers on stage, but to the audience members. And while doing that, make sure that the staff has a great experience working in the building. So that it is a place that people want to work which translates to a place that people want to perform, which translates to a place that people want to come and intend performances of the Cogar Center for the Arts.
3: That is a very unique take to the directorship of the Coger Center. Where did you go to college and what did you study?
0: I went to the University of South Carolina and graduated with a degree in chemistry and a minor in theater from the University of South Carolina Honors College.
1: So why do you do this
3: job? And how did you go from getting a degree in chemistry to becoming the Koger Center director?
0: I've been lucky enough to work in the entertainment industry my whole career, from right out of college as production assistant for a theater company, through stage managing and technical direction and company management, being on tour, being in New York City, working in production, doing production management for children's theater, for circuses, for Shakespeare, uh, for live entertainment events, for jazz music at Jazz at Lincoln Center, and of course now uh, in my role at the Cogar Center. I've never known anything else, uh, and it's the great people that you get to work with in this industry, it's the camaraderie that's built through uh, the show must go on, through uh, meeting deadlines, through the applause that you hear the audience give at the end of a performance. That if there's something special about creating art on stage with other artists, that just keeps you coming back time and time again and keeps you working in the industry, even through the late nights.
3: The days can be quite long, but Do you have a favorite Koger Center performance or event that you've seen?
0: I have some great memories of the very early years of the Koger Center, getting to come see things like Momenschance and the national tour of The Who's Tommy when I was in college. I more recently, however, have been just blown away by getting to host the three week one of Wicked. I got to see Wicked in New York Uh, before the Tonys with the original cast. Just by happenstance, a friend of mine said, this is gonna be a great show, we should go see it. Uh, And we did. And then getting to see it 12 or 13 years later at the Cogar Center with performers who blew me away a second time. It really was a memorable experience and I'm so glad we got to host that for everyone here in South Carolina.
3: Who would you like to see come to the Cogar Center and perform in the future?
0: Well, I'm a little biased because I got to spend four years in New York working at Jazz at Lincoln Center, and I'm very much looking forward to that day when I get to bring Wynton Marsalis and the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra to Columbia, South Carolina, to share that wonderful experience of getting to see the orchestra perform live and in person with everyone here in the great state of South Carolina. Let's meet our office manager, Lauren.
3: Hello. My name is Lauren Smith, and I am the office manager um, at the Cougar Center for the Arts. I also um, edit and produce the Cougar Center Arts Roundup podcast. How long have you worked here? I have worked at the Cogar Center for a little over two years. Um, I started in March of 2018. Where did you go to school? Much like a lot of my colleagues, I graduated from the University of South Carolina, and I actually got a degree in music from the School of Music next door to the Coker Center.
0: Tell us, what do you do here at the Coker Center?
3: Um, I wear a couple of different hats at the Coker Center. My main title is office manager, which means um, that I basically just make sure that the office is running as efficiently as possible. I also um, am the coordinator for the internship program here at the Coger Center. Each semester, we have interns that are working with us either for college credit or for just experience, and we try to give them a glimpse into what working in the entertainment business and the entertainment industry looks like, um, whether that be in marketing or photography for events or Educational outreach. I kind of help to place interns in the best position available for their skill set and also for them to learn the most that they can while they're at the Coger Center. The last um, kind of responsibility that I have is editing and producing the Coger Center Arts Roundup podcast and radio show. Um, So, the podcast is what we're listening to now, which it seems a little silly to edit myself but it's a very cool way for me to have an artistic outlet at work.
0: Well, thank you very much for the great work you do every week on the podcast and the radio show. I can't wait to get back in the studio and do it again live. But until we get there, can you tell us a little bit about some of your favorite Cogar Center events?
3: My favorite Coger Center events are the art gallery openings that we have and our Live in the Lobby series. I just thoroughly enjoy the smaller settings of those more intimate events that we have. Um, And so it's, although the Broadway shows and the, um, you know, orchestras that come and we have hundreds of people that attend the events, I love our smaller events in the lobby and in the gallery. I think even a little more, it allows me to really meet everyone, um, and really create a connection with people that come inside of our building. So I'm not just the lady that takes your your photo in the lobby, but I'm Lauren. I see you every time that we have an event. I get to ask your opinions on the new exhibit. um, and I feel like I have a better connection with the artists, um, whether that be visual artists or the, um, performing artists, during our Live in Lobby series and at any of our gallery openings.
0: You went to school here at the University of South Carolina, but where are you originally from?
3: I am originally from Raleigh, North Carolina. I moved to Columbia to attend the University of South Carolina, and I have stayed to continue to work with the Cogar Center for the Arts.
0: We do a lot of stuff here at the Cogar Center. Do you have a favorite style or genre of performance?
3: My favorite kind of performance, um, is actually opera. Um, I first saw an opera, um, in middle school and that actually is what sparked me to want to get a degree in music. Um, and so I think it's always had a special place in my heart and it kind of melds my favorite parts of every, um, performance. There is you know, light dance. Uh, most operas doesn't have a lot of dance, but there is drama, there is great costuming, there's uh, over-the-top theatrics, um, and I think my, obviously my favorite is, is the opera singing um, and the music itself. There has been so many times where I have been in a performance and just absolute chills all the way down my body and I think that's something that you can find at every um, live performance but I find myself really appreciating the technique and the refined sound that opera singers have and that they work for and and it takes years and years to to really find your voice as an opera singer and I think it requires a level of diligence that I really look up to.
0: Thank you for listening to the Coger Center Arts Roundup podcast. We'll be releasing other Get to Know You podcasts with the Coger Center staff in the coming weeks. We hope you enjoyed getting to know us just a little bit better. The Coger Center Arts Roundup is produced in part by Garnet Media Group, the Student Media Partnership at the University of South Carolina. Information about tickets and upcoming events can be found at kogercenterforthearts.com, the official website for Coger Center tickets. For more information about Garnet Media Group, visit garnetmedia.org.